Good morning. Yesterday morning, the students at Middleburg Community Charter School had some special guests. They showed off their coding skills for a few people who are interested in coding. Code.org founder Hadi Parvati, Microsoft President Brad Smith, and White House advisor and first daughter Ivanka Trump. For Thursday, September 28th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rens Green. President Donald Trump's daughter and White House advisor Ivanka Trump, Microsoft President Brad Smith, and Code.org founder Hadi Partovi were at Middleburg Community Charter School yesterday morning to talk about coding in the classroom. Mrs. Trump said coding is an important foundational skill for students to have, regardless of what careers they decide to pursue. The visit came two days after President Trump signed a memo instructing the Department of Education to spend $200 million every year, quote, to the promotion of high-quality STEM, meaning science, technology, engineering, and math, education, including computer science in particular, end quote, but which does not come with any funding attached. Mrs. Trump told the 10- and 11-year-olds in a Middleburg classroom that shows, quote, this administration prioritizes this education as we think about creating amazing pathways to jobs to everyone in this room, end quote. The day before, Mrs. Trump and Mr. Partovi were in Detroit to announce $300 million in funding for computer science education pooled from nearly a dozen large companies like Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and General Motors. In that Middleburg classroom yesterday, every student had been learning to code through Code.org's Hour of Code program, putting them among more than 100 million students worldwide, according to Mr. Partovi, or about one in every 10 students on the planet. Mr. Partovi was an early investor in tech companies like Facebook, Dropbox, Airbnb, and Uber, so he's not really working for a living anymore. Instead, he's working to make sure every student has an opportunity to learn to code. He said all around the globe, schools are deciding that computer science needs to be taught right alongside the traditional subjects like math or language. The Loudoun school system seems to agree with that sentiment. This year, every student in every grade at three elementary schools will be learning to code for at least 30 minutes of every school day. It's the first such coding immersion program in Virginia. Oh, and one student pulled aside Mr. Smith, the president of Microsoft, to give him some tips on how to improve the game Minecraft. The students use Minecraft challenges in the Hour of Code program in their classroom. He said he liked almost all of her ideas. She had a lot of interesting creative ideas. Um, I liked all of them except when she suggested that maybe we should have one world that where everybody uh, lived in sewage. But the boys <laughs> liked that though. Yes. She, the boys at the table the were very excited. Like yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I don't know about that one. The rest of the guy you sort of had me at hello. If, you know, you get a chance to talk to the president of Microsoft. Obviously, I had to ask him if those ideas are going to show up in Minecraft. <laughs> 
you would you might be surprised. We'll oh, see. very cool. We'll see. I mean, we always we we're always taking in new ideas, mm -hmm. and that's one. You know, that's one of the, the wonderful things about software. It can keep evolving, mm -hmm. especially when you think about something like Minecraft. Mm -hmm. You can just keep creating new layers to it, you know, and it really is bound only by the human imagination. So we had some great contributions of human imagination at this school today. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Luggett's Elementary is finally getting some love. The school board's Finance and Facilities Committee voted Tuesday evening to recommend adding three classrooms to the school. Luckett's parents and staff have been attending school board meetings for the past five months to ask for more space. The building was designed to hold 297 students. As of this May, enrollment was estimated at 321. So the faculty there have had to get creative. The art and music classroom was converted to a kindergarten classroom, and the art and music teachers just pushed their supplies around on a cart to different rooms. Other teachers have to do their planning periods elsewhere, and they have lunch on a stage in the gymnasium behind a curtain from kids in gym class. The plan to put three new classrooms on the building would cost about $3.1 million. It could also mean temporarily reassigning the school's kindergartners to Waterford Elementary School in the fall of 2018. The money for the project could come from end-of-year leftover fund balance at the county. If the county board of supervisors doesn't agree to that, the new classrooms will probably show up in the school system's capital improvement plan alongside the rest of its construction projects. But if supervisors agree, it could mean the project would be done earlier since the money would be available sooner. The full school board will vote on this idea on October 10th. There will be no jury trial in the case against the driver who's charged with killing infant Tristan Schultz in a stroller in a crosswalk in Lansdowne last year. In fact, there may not be a trial at all. Earlier this month, a Loudoun Circuit Court judge approved prosecutors' request to drop the involuntary manslaughter charge against John Miller, who was driving when he was alleged to have hit Mindy Schultz and her five-month-old son, Tristan. He still faces charges of reckless driving and failure to yield to pedestrians, which are both misdemeanors. Mr. Miller was scheduled for a 10-day jury trial in October, but his attorneys have removed that from the docket and indicate he will plead guilty. The reckless driving charge carries a maximum sentence of 12 months in jail and a fine of $2,500. A failure to yield conviction would result in a fine between $100 and $500. Commonwealth's attorney Jim Plowman said there is no plea agreement, so that will leave it to the judge to set the penalties. Cold case unit detectives in Prince George's County have charged a man from Leesburg with murder in the case of a 2001 homicide in Temple Hills, Maryland. 36-year-old Antoine Green of Evans Ridge Terrace is charged with first- and second-degree murder. He's already in custody in Fairfax County on unrelated charges. Just before midnight on October 9, 2001, patrol officers responded to a report of a shooting. They found 24-year-old Taj Noble of Reston in a field suffering from several gunshot wounds. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Based on information from a witness, investigators now say Mr. Green shot Mr. Noble, possibly over dispute over money. And Leesburg has its next Director of Economic Development. The current director, Marantha Edwards, has announced she'll be retiring after 17 years with the town in early January.
Russell Seymour will come on in November to get acquainted with his new job leading economic development for the largest town in Virginia. He comes to Leesburg by way of James City County, where he serves as the Assistant Director of General Services. He'd previously served as the county's economic development director for six years. For those of us who do not have the good fortune to grow up in Tidewater, uh, if you're wondering where James City County is, Williamsburg is the county seat of James City County. There is no James City. It's named for a way the Virginia Company divided up Virginia in 1619 when it was still a colony. It does include Jamestown. I'm getting sidetracked. Mr. Seymour has also worked in Spotsylvania County, where he served as Economic Development Director, and Fredericksburg, where he was Vice President of the Fredericksburg Regional Alliance. He began his public service career as a comprehensive planner for Stafford County. Mr. Seymour said one of the town's biggest strengths is its variety of industries, rather than being tied to just one or two. He also said one of his major goals in his new job will be not just attracting new businesses, but to keep the ones that are already here. He also plans to get out of the office and have as many face-to-face meetings with people here as he can. Leesburg's town manager, Kai Dentler, said Mr. Seymour's experience in education are what set him apart from the other applicants. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, Northgate Vineyard's new artist-in-residence, Pete Brown, will be hosting a public reception with his work, Nature at the Edge of Reality, from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. He doesn't make prints of his work. He only sells original works, and that keeps each one one of a kind. His art will be on display through January 4th of next year. The band Keaton will be playing Bar Louie at One Loudon tonight. Swing by and hear some 90s and alternative music. If you're an inventor, stop by the Carver Center in Percival tonight at 6.30 p.m. to learn about what patents are, how they work, and how to patent your invention. It'll be led by James F. Cotoni, formerly a senior staff member at the Applied Physics Laboratory of Johns Hopkins University. The second of two Solarize Nova Loudon workshops is tonight at the Percival Library at 6.30 p.m. Stop in and learn about solar power options, installation, and financing for homes and businesses. And it's trivia night at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn. It starts at 7.30 p.m. and there are prizes for the first and second place teams. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Mm